0: everybody out there in comic book land my name is george serrano aka the don and if you're listening to this you can only be here for one reason and that's a brand new episode of the major issues podcast brought to you by comicbookclick.com but as always i am never alone sir if you can please introduce yourself this is dave aka the ball pit hey howdy hey dave aka the ball pit i've hit The In Case of Emergency Break Glass button, a man of many podcasts, especially one that I am a part of every single Tuesday. On occasion, we have special episodes during the weekend and even on some Mondays, Um, the Department of the Nerds podcast, which should be linked inside the show notes for today's episode. And on that uh, podcast, we talk about some of the latest greatest things to come to geekdom and fandom in general. But what we're constantly doing is we're constantly anticipating stuff, which makes a lot of sense because that's what we'll be doing majority of this episode here today. In 2020, I remember when an entire slate of films was announced from every comic book um, movie distributor out there. And we all got excited. And one by one, they all got canceled or moved or (laughs) delayed or fell off the face of the earth. It was Um, a mess. Even last year, you know, even last year, there was debates about whether or not films were going to go straight to streaming, you know, how theaters were going to operate with the oncoming pandemic. Um, And then Spider-Man happened and made everybody a bunch of money. And now they don't care really about whether or not (laughs) people are going to the theaters. Uh, So it looks like we will have uh, the slate of films. That we're supposed to be having this year. So I wanted to go in chronological order, uh, Dave, and talk about these films, engage your anticipation, whether or not these are things that you're looking forward to. Are you down? I'm down. Let's go. Well, we got to start off with what's going to be coming the soonest. And it's probably the one I'm the most excited for, The Batman, March 4th, 2022, uh, the film's being directed by Matt Reeves, who wrote the screenplay with Peter Craig. It stars Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Peter Skarsgård, Andy Serkis, and Colin Farrow. Set in his second year of crime fighting, this film seems Batman undercover corruption in Gotham City while pursuing the Riddler, a serial killer who targets Gotham's elite. So...
1: I thought you were going to start off with Morbius and kind of throw a throw a little joke <laughs> out there because it was supposed to already it, have been
0: out by now. Yeah, and we should we should have already been talking about it. It it threw everyone for a loop. And to be honest, the the April 1st like they it still <laughs> it still has me thinking like did they not make this movie? Is it one of those cases where the dog ate their homework and they just keep moving the date hoping that they can make it in time? <laughs>
1: And we'll we'll dive more into to why I think that movie was delayed when we get to it uh, okay. for the April movie, but uh, no, the Batman and it,
0: is it really is that the first one that's coming out? Technically, yeah, chronologically the speaking, hell? the Batman. Yep.
1: Damn. Okay, I thought we had something coming out in February, but I guess not. Mm-mm. Um. You. There's nothing up. Well. I have gone on record multiple times saying this. I even have a wager with one of our compadres on the Department of Nerds podcast uh, that in my honest opinion, this is going to be the greatest live action Batman movie we have ever seen. Now, to caveat that, this is not going to be the greatest live action Batman. I do not say that because I know who my pick is based on comic book accuracy, based on what I feel he was supposed to be. And that was Ben Affleck. Right, right. And I hate how they treated him because he was miserable. And he said, I saw an interview uh, about Ben. He uh, On the set of The Flash, he was like, you know, I really enjoyed coming back to this character and how things went this time. Yeah. It was nice to revisit that. Right. Um, but as far as Robert Pattinson goes, I think he's going to do a great job. I saw a, uh, a little comment from Christian Bale where mm-hmm. he said that everybody doubted Heath Ledger. Every single person doubted Heath Ledger, and he was one of the greatest comic book villains to hit the live screen.
0: Definitely. And in my
1: opinion, tied for first place to play the Joker in all aspects.
0: Right. Him and Jared um, Leto, right? Just,
1: stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Leto in a bit, actually.
1: <laughs> him, him, him and old Jack Nicholson.
0: Jack um, Nicholson.
1: But... It's, uh, he said he thinks Pattinson's going to do a great job. And, you know, everyone's going to doubt him. But you know what? Y'all gave Heath Ledger a chance and y'all were surprised. So, as much as everyone correlates Robert Pattinson to Twilight, that man's got some fucking range. I can cuss on yeah. this show, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, and by the right, way, cool. like, like, <sighs> Could you imagine if some of the people who have been holding this grudge—and that's what it is, bro—it's a grudge. If you're mad at Twilight, you're mad at Twilight because your girl was talking about Twilight. You're mad at (laughs) Twilight because the girl you was trying to date in high school was either Team Edward or Team Jacob. No one gets mad at like I'm not mad at like the Kardashians. They do what they do. I'm not interested in it, but I'm not upset by it. But some of these people that want to give Pattinson crap for that—could you imagine if we looked at I don't know? Let's say their MySpace page 10 years ago. Like, should everyone be crucified for what they did 10 years ago? God, I, don't I hope not. <laughs> not. It's not fair. I don't think it's fair uh, for my boy here. And he's been getting almost nothing but, but slack, right? They, oh, he's not oh, working out. And oh, th- th- he doesn't look like him. And oh, he do- doesn't seem like he's being serious in these interviews. And it's like, I. None of this pre um, production stuff, like none of the stuff before we end up seeing the film really matters. It's a Batman film, it'll sell on its own. And I think he knows that, which is why he's kind of being almost antagonistic in interviews. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, what, what do you want me to say? It's the same. You know the story. Right. It's right. the same. What are you going to ask me? Oh, about how did you like the suit? What do you think about Batman? Do right. It's the, the same comments? cookie cutter questions they ask every one of them exactly and we've been doing this for a very very long time what do you think it is though you know we, we've seen some pretty cool trailers the first one popping off a dc fan dome i think it was like the centerpiece of that entire night uh what do you think it is about what we've seen and what you've heard so far that gives you this inclination that it might be one of the best if not the best batman movie we've ever gotten
1: um it, it's I, I don't know it's just it's part of it's a hunch part of it's the um Part of it's the freaking, just, the, 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 we obviously have all the lore behind Batman. We have that. We right. know the whole story. I do, I do very much enjoy that this is not another origin story. I really right. do. Yeah. And to me, I think that's going, like, and that's one thing I loved about Ben Affleck's Batman. It wasn't an origin story. We didn't get one, Um, but we didn't get a solo Ben Affleck movie. This is a solo Batman movie with no origin story. He's already establishing himself, and he's coming up on his very first primary villain. Yeah. And, I mean, just from the trailer alone, the Riddler, love this take on the Riddler. It's not the the comic-y... Kooky, slapsticky, Jim Carrey Riddler that we got back in the day. Which, by the way, he played a great Riddler. I loved it. However, right. for a for Batman, you got to have some darkness to it. Right. And it, they and they may have overshot and went too dark. Maybe they did. Right, <laughs> right, right. But right. I do like this as a change of pace because the Riddler in 1997, I think it was 96 or 97, 97 he was. Yeah. Full blown comedic relief. That's it, right? This there is nothing comical about him. He's a serial killer.
0: So you you don't think we see Paul Dano in the onesie? We're not gonna <laughs> see him in the in the, with all the, <laughs> the, uh, the onesie I with the like,
1: sparkly green eye. I <laughs> always
0: I was always privy to the suit, like the like the blazer with the with the with the customer, yeah, no, like no the bowler hat. Like that's a pretty you know you can kind of a, that's that nice. a pretty dope suit. Yeah, you can kind of clean up pretty nice in that. Um, but they're going, I going I a completely just like different that, way, yeah.
1: I like that darkness behind it. It looks almost like an apocalyptic version of the Riddler. And I believe they, right. did, a comic, uh, they did a comic story uh, with this version of the Riddler. Yeah. I, I was never big into DC Comics, so I couldn't tell you what story arc that was. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited for it because it's different. It's not any type of Riddler we've ever seen, whether it be in the co- uh, the cartoons or any of the movies that they've done. Right. We've always got that slapsticky bowler hat blazer or the onesie Riddler who's walking around with the staff that looks like a question mark. Yeah. Pretty on the nose. <laughs> this, the only question mark we see is anything he's scribbled out or cut out of a magazine or the one question mark in the cup of coffee at the diner when he gets arrested. Yeah. But what makes this Feel like it's going to be the greatest Batman movie that's hit the big screen to date is they didn't pull any punches and they gave Batman this darker side that we haven't seen. We see Batman beat the fuck out of somebody in an alleyway. Yeah. Yep. We have not seen that before. We've seen him throw punches and kicks and all that shit. We've seen him brand people. We didn't actually see it, but we saw it. Right you know, and even with that. the
0: branding we're led to believe that that's from year that's after years of doing yeah. things the right way like yeah that was after 20 years race. of it yeah and this is like year 2 and he's it's having quite some time and I'm quite some fun doing this and one of the things that we've heard is that this batman has become a bit of a recluse or at least the Bruce Wayne Has become a bit of a recluse um, in Gotham. And we see this in one of the trailers where somebody is asking, um, you know, like we haven't been seeing you. Like your family was a real, you know, real big into philanthropy, but no one's seen you in weeks. The idea being that Bruce himself hides in Wayne Tower and then at night goes out every night and does the Batman stuff. But he's not doing the socialite stuff. He's not keeping up appearances as Bruce. He's completely obsessed into this Batman uh a character and something about riddler riddler seems to know bruce wayne is batman would you go that far um i think so i think they
1: kind of jumped the gun a little bit with that in the trailer i think he figures it out about halfway through the movie okay one of those things and that's that's a later scene i don't think it's right off the rip um but i i I think since this is the the second year he is Batman, like he's already been doing it for like a year or so. Yeah. I think this is him still trying to find the balance. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right now he is obsessed with this because he wants to clean up the streets. He wants to be a symbol for, you know, that, that the criminals aren't going to win, but he's, he's still trying to find that balance of, okay, it's all right to step back now because he's just starting off. Yeah, you know it's just, it's the same thing with Spider Man. When Spider Man gets his powers and he makes his suit, he's out there fighting
0: crime all the time. There is no balance. It makes me think of you know we were both in the military. It's like a year one sergeant versus like a year ten sergeant. Year one sergeant feels like they have to put their foot in your ass because they have to. Year you know, ten, you just, don't give a fuck. No, you don't. You don't care. And I, he, his um, brutality, as as we've seen in the trailer, could be a testament of that. Like. I won't be beating up people like this for years, but I'm going to beat up the first ones like this. He's, he's making so a statement. They can tell, yeah, so they can tell other people so that they know that this is what happens when you mess he's, with that. He's mess.
1: literally sending a message with these early beatings like that because if he sends the right message to the bad guys, they're not going to fuck around and find out.
0: Right, right, That which is, which is pretty smart. He's working on his branding. You know? That's it. What do you, know, you think yeah, about some you, of these other other uh what do you think about some of this other cast? Zoe Kravitz. Jeremy look, White? I'm going to be honest with
1: you. Zoe Kravitz I think is a good pick for Catwoman. I'm very anxious to see how she does. Uh we've mm-hmm. had a couple of Catwomen through our our, our lifetime. Yeah. Uh Anne Hathaway was really good. Michelle Pfeiffer was really good. I don't want to talk Barry. about the other one. <laughs> I don't want to talk about uh, it. Not a, <laughs> not a fan whatsoever. That was just god awful
0: interesting
1: but i think she's gonna do a good job from what i've seen um very curious to see how she's portrayed in the movie um and how much screen time she's got because this is okay. a movie about batman this is right. not a cat bat batman cat movie this is a batman movie so if it ends up being 50 50 then they miss the mark right um which now I would she,
0: argue happened in the in the past a lot of the times. So it I did. Feel like- it happened. It
1: happened in uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Jan Hathaway was a major plot point in that movie, and I'm not against it, but it took away from it being a Batman movie.
0: Yeah, even if you go to like Batman and Robin, like they have to introduce Bane, they have to introduce Poison Ivy, and they have to introduce Mr. Freeze <laughs> and, and, Batwoman. and Batgirl. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, what do you think about Andy Serkis as Alfred? I mean, Michael Caine, those are some big shoes. Uh, Michael Caine did a phenomenal job.
1: Um, I can't remember the, the the name of the guy who did it for the, I don't know how many years in the original Batman movies.
0: Oh, um, I never knew. Oh, yeah. Michael Goh, I think is his name. The he one that was did those phenomenal. Four- yeah,
1: my favorite to date though is Jeremy Irons because, because he's snarky.
0: <laughs> he gives it he, back was, him? he
1: was quick-witted. He was snarky. He wouldn't put up with Bruce's shit. Yeah. He and he literally, it, Alfred Pennyworth was in the fucking special forces. Yeah, back back in the day. Yeah, and Jeremy Irons, Alfred is the only one that portrayed that. Right. With the the cuffed pants and the boots, and he was getting on the guns in Batman v Superman. He was, you know, basically testing all the equipment like the proper way that we would expect an Alfred to do that. We haven't seen much of Andy Serkis as Alfred. Um, I'm very curious to see how it goes. But from what I see, it's a little bit softer.
0: Yeah. So but they, um, this, this is a bit of more bit more of a tortured Batman. They're, they're, that's what they're saying about this. Like, it's almost Bruce Wayne with a death wish. He's, both his parents are gone. He He's way, wayward. And so this is an Alfred that doesn't know whether or not this is a phase or not. You know, like, he doesn't know how hard he's supposed to come down on Master Bruce. Well,
1: let's be honest. Every Batman has a death wish. Because you're yep. going out there and fighting crime in a rubber suit. Yeah. So... Every Batman has a death wish, even Adam West, Batman, no matter how campy that shit was.
0: And they all have capes. And we've seen what Edna Mode says about capes, bro. You can't have capes. No Edna capes. Has- man, <laughs> you
1: get caught up in them them turbines, man.
0: Um, we will we'll end up seeing how that film comes in. We're we're less than a month away already for the Batman. So that's yeah. pretty freaking exciting. I, um,
1: I, I will add one more thing before we move on, because I know you want to get to the other stuff. Um. They're coming out with a series on HBO called Gotham.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Gotham PD. Gotham, I Gotham say. PD.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna basically center around Gotham PD for this movie, and we're gonna see Jeffrey Raid as Commissioner Gordon. And I think he was a brilliant pick for Commissioner yeah. Gordon. I think he's gonna do a fucking great job. I love me some J.K. Simmons. I just need yeah. more of him. Right. I didn't get enough of him in Justice League because that was all he was in was Justice League. Right so i need more jeffrey JK. wright
0: brings that gravitas right we saw what and it. he's you got see, that he's
1: watcher <laughs> he's got that gritty voice yeah and he's just i feel like he his his role was born to play a detective of yeah. sorts you know he just ha- he has that that aura about him right you now as as long as we don't get homeboy from freaking batman and batman returns that that fucking big dude i can't he remember
0: he, he would so never bad. do his job. He would just he never flip the did his job. <laughs> he just flipped the switch. That was it. That's he it. He never did his freaking job. Um, I, I, I'm loving the score so far. I'm loving it. Oh, that, it's that, so that good. They've come out with it. It's bombastic. It gets louder. It gets bolder as it continues.
1: One thing, one last thing. I'm sorry to keep bringing, no, bringing things up. Uh, Colin Farrell.
0: Transformation, right?
1: If you did not know he was in this movie and you watched that trailer and you were like, who's playing
0: the penguin? You'll be waiting for him the whole movie. You're like, when does Colin Farrell come out? Colin (laughs) Farrell
1: does not look or sound like Colin Farrell, and I fucking love it.
0: Yeah, it's tremendous. It's tremendous work.
1: I think they picked the perfect people to play the perfect roles. There's a couple I'm very curious to see how they do, so I'm withholding judgment, but there are a few people. I think Pattinson's going to be a great Batman. Um, I think, and I still, I honestly, with with what we've seen as far as the action sequences, and we've seen some of the darkness, darker side of this movie, and we've mm-hmm. seen the grit that this movie's going to bring in the two trailers that we've gotten. I really think that this is going to be the greatest Batman movie we've seen to date.
0: Um, you, I, I just had a moment here, and it made me like outrageously sad. Um, because I thought about, you know, there was initially when this was announced, the idea of. A movie called The Batman. It was an, an enticement to Ben Affleck. The, the way they got him to play Batman in BVS was with this idea that he would eventually produce and direct his own Batman film, right? Yep. Produce and direct his own Batman film. And so this film, The Batman, was supposed to be his film, mm-hmm. which, pot, like, there's a world in the multiverse of worlds, right? There's a world in which he's still in this and he acts opposite Colin Farrell for the first time since Daredevil. <laughs> Where, oh, where they were each that. other. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That would have been so cool. You want to talk about superhero oh. redemption? Colin Farrell, after For this, real. I'll never I'll never talk about bullseye again because he'll be such he a was great so penguin. bad. <laughs> and he would keep pointing to his head. I'm like, why'd you do that to yourself? So bro? why what work on the... your branding? <laughs> work on your branding, bro. You don't have it was to put it on your forehead. So
1: fucking bad.
0: Speaking of so fucking bad. Oh, we God. go from a Batman to a Bat-man, man, bat slash man. Huh. In Morbius, April 1st, directed by Daniel Espinosa, written by Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. And it stars uh, Jared Leto as Michael Morbius alongside Matt Smith, Adria Arjona, Jared Harris, Al Madrico, And Tyrese Gibson, I forgot Tyrese was in this, Tyrese Gibson. Uh, In the film, Morbius becomes a vampire after attempting to cure himself of a rare blood disease. I don't know, bro. I don't Um, know. What's left to be said about this damn thing?
1: It's an, yeah, we talked about it on the Department of Nerds podcast. I don't know how many fucking times now because of all the delays. It was, it's the Black Widow effect. We had fucking four preview episodes for that fucking movie. And then it came out and it was like, well, you know, you could have just released it back then. Right, right. Because making us wait that long, it killed the hype.
0: Um, so before you get in on your theory, yes. we were told by Sony that the reason why this moved from April, from January 28th to April 1st was because it wanted to make sure that there was no movies in the way. Sony, you know, sponsored movies in the way so that Spider-Man can make more money. That's the that's the that and plus COVID. Those two things are the it, reason yeah, why they, they, they
1: tried it. to throw out Unicron and the Transformer yeah. character. Yeah, they yeah.
0: The Unicron, they don't, they don't want people to go see Morbius, but they want people to keep flocking to go see Spider-Man, because you can only oh, catch man, stop. Uh, COVID watching Morbius, but you can't catch COVID watching yeah. Spider-Man.
1: And these dumb motherfuckers, man, and, and Sony, you know, you do a lot of great things, but then you do a lot of dumb shit like this. You know, you, you, you canceled Morbius and pushed it to April, and what did you do? You put the worst thing back in theaters venom let there be carnage you put that back in theaters why that movie ain't gonna make another dollar no man you know you squeeze it you got all to get out of that movie right and and honestly and honestly stop bullshitting us y'all saw what spider-man did opening weekend you got andrew fucking garfield to show up in your movie that's what you're doing so you can make it worthy of going to see in theaters stop bullshitting us You brought them back for some reshoots. You brought in Andrew Garfield for a fucking either final act scene or post-credit scene. Like, don't don't fuck with us. We
0: know what you're doing. You ain't slick. You're not lying in the sense that usually the way these films work as far as, you know, really becoming blockbuster hits is... One of two ways the trailer just blows people away, right? So they go on the first time they see it, I gotta watch this, which I would say I don't think any of the Morbius trailers had that reaction for people. And the second is word of mouth. The second ah. is if I go and see it, right? And if I see Andrew in it, then I would come out and be like, Yo, bro, you gotta see Morbius. It would have to be something of Andrew's level, right? Like, what else can no. they show this that would be worth? I would. <sighs> When I saw the second trailer, when we first
1: got to actually see him transform into Morbius, that's what hooked me because it looked good. Yeah, he looks good. And the, mo- awesome. the movie itself actually, like based on the two trailers I've seen, the movie itself actually looks good. Yeah, but this is where I'm fucking confused, pissed off, and I need. <laughs> yeah, this is this is before Andrew Garfield being in the movie, and I'm calling it right now. I'm gonna mark my words on your podcast. Yeah, I'm calling. Andrew Garfield will be in this movie. If not, I will make a public apology. recorded. <laughs> I will look at my door and say, I'm sorry, door. There you go, I'm not going to fucking apologize to anybody because that's my opinion.
0: I'll, you got to apologize to Jared Leto. Fuck Jared Leto, that we'll creepy call ass up. son of a bitch. I still got to return those condoms that he sent me. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. So wait, we were just talking about superhero redemption. You know, well, Leto does this and then he does... I, know, I got a thing I'm pissed on. off about. Go ahead, brother. This
1: movie has a character in it from Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies. This is true. Adrian Toombs, played by Michael Keaton, a.k.a. The Vulture, from Spider-Man yep. Homecoming. Yep. He is in California, in prison, but the third trailer there, Morbius, he made a reference to Venom. Yes, you know, Venom is. did not exist. In Tom Holland's Spider-Man universe until no way 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 home. home. Right. Which technically still doesn't exist because nobody knows the fucking symbiotes there. Exactly. So my question is this, where does this movie take place? What universe? Mm -hmm. And are we getting Tom Hardy's venom or is this Topher Grace's venom? And Adrian Toomes, is this is this literally the Adrian Tombs of that universe from the multiverse? Because this does not make sense because they have literally two different timelines in one movie, which is doable if you do it right on screen. But I know Sony, and they are
0: professionals at doing one thing. And that's fucking up a movie that can. Be great. <laughs> yeah, fucking up the potential. I, I have the same questions. It was something that we were constantly talking about on the Department of the Nerds podcast. Like, where does this sit in all of that? And to me, it doesn't really make sense. And the the worst part about it is when you hit a when you hit a wall like this of logic all that can be said is well we'll have to see how it plays out and usually with marvel they'll they'll get it to make sense they'll get it to get where it got to go but sony i don't trust them i don't trust
1: sony one bit marvel's got to have a hand in this because there are three different timelines in this movie you've got and i'm assuming it's eddie brock's or uh tom hardy's venom
0: i think so too because of the branding we are venom i think it's more Tom Hardy. 100 percent
1: but then you have MCU's villain, Vulture. Mm-hmm. But you've got Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man spray painted on the wall. 100%. Is that is that just a sleight of hand like they did to us in Infinity War? Like they did to us four Spider-Man trailers it, for no but way you know what,
0: But you know what even gets me mad about that? We don't need the sleight of hand. Why do we, we need it? If they didn't, If they didn't put that clip in there...
1: Nobody would question It would be the same
0: speculation that we're doing now anyway. They just made it more confusing. Right. So so I don't understand what their point was to put that in the trailer. The Venom stuff doesn't come until the very last trailer, the most recent one that we've gotten. That's when the Venom stuff automatically, we start just throwing Venom references here and there. Hey, it's just like what happened in California. You know, that's what one of the cops says. So you would think it's in Venom's world, but then the other stuff doesn't connect. The other stuff doesn't make sense. And after seeing that post-credit in... Um, no way home that to deal with venom again. I don't trust these guys. I don't trust them. Um, they're you know, somebody's drunk on the job over there. The thing, the funniest thing about all this is that twice. Well, this year we'll see it, but assuming twice last year, uh, Michael Keaton's just chilling at home. Somebody calls him <laughs> and they're like, you know, hey. "That man is just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll come do it. I don't give a shit. Like he doesn't give a fuck. He said in multiple interviews that both in this and in The Flash, he doesn't know what world. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know. He's just coming in. (laughs) He just got his lines and started saying them. Yeah. You want me to stand where and say what? All right. Yeah. Done. (laughs) That's what we're going to do. I'm going to assume we'll we'll, we'll do this out of five, but I'm going to assume Batman's a five out of five for anticipation. For me, I'd probably say about a four out of five. Four out of five. Okay, where you? Yeah, I'm a little
1: bit reserved because it is another Batman movie, so I'm a little bit reserved. But I'm I'm more excited about this than I was for the Christian Bale Batman movies.
0: That's exciting. That's interesting.
1: Um, what about Morbius? Out of five, it's fluctuated so much that I got to split the difference. I got I got I mean, at the beginning of this, when we saw the first trailer, it looked good. I was excited. I was at a five. And then when they delayed it, I was like, I'll bring it down to a three. And then they delayed it again (laughs) and it brought it down to a two. And then there was a point where I was at a one and just not at all (laughs) fucking excited for this movie. And then they came out with the second trailer and it skyrocketed back up to a four. So I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to say three out of five because it is Sony. Okay. they're going to fuck it up, but I have high hopes, but my anticipation is about medium range.
0: Okay, I was I totally thought you were gonna go two, but three is respectable. No, That's a bit I'll optimism. That's a bit optimistic there. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, killer trailers, but man, you want to talk about trailers right when we were sitting there thinking we were done with all this multiversal madness oh. that we were dealing with with Spider-Man, comes the Doctor Strange two trailer, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness, miss uh misquoted multiple times by me because I was saying for years Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness but no he's in it he's totally in it Uh, this comes out May 6th of 2022 it's going to be one of our yeah it's going to be one of our uh, summer movies directed by Sam Raimi, who did the original Spider-Man trilogy script written by Jade Haley Barlett and uh, Michael Waldron stars Benedict Cumberbatch as Stephen Strange alongside Chu tell Egeo, 4 <laughs> sorry, I just have to make sure my mouth was ready for that. There you go. That's uh, what Elizabeth-, she said. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen. Benedict Wong, <sighs> Zochil Gomez. You wanna you wanna see how how <laughs> look up <laughs> America Chavez? Oh uh, no, biases. I've seen I've seen it. Yeah, it's... do you know how to say that? No. Miss Gomez, we love you and the lat- lat- Latino uh, representation. I just, I, that's a very hard. I'm going to, I'm
1: going to give it a go though. Give me, give me a sec to pull this, pull this bad boy up.
0: All right. uh, It also has Michael Stolbarg and Rachel McAdams in it. Rachel McAdams Holy will be returning. Yeah. I
1: don't know how to say that.
0: You see what I'm talking about? I, I'm i usually not terrible at this, but that I don't. I'll buy. just call
1: <laughs> her Xochitl Gomez. There you go.
0: It just X- kind of rolls X-O-X-O, off. XOXO. How deep this is. Gomez, um, and we mean that with all the love in the world. Uh so in this film, Strange and his allies travel into the multiverse to face a mysterious new adversary. Now, even in the trailer, they didn't really show us the scope that this multiversal you know uh war kinda they did. Well, I mean in the sense that like we saw like other sanctums, but we didn't see other worlds technically. Like that would have been giving too much away. Probably, you know, showing any other kind of earth, any other kind of Avengers, any other kind of, we see another, we see another strange, We do, which was pretty exciting.
1: Strange Supreme.
0: Strange Supreme. And I am hearing rumors that that is a bit of a red herring in the sense that you see strange Supreme and you automatically assume that the biggest threat to the multiverse is himself. What if? What if? Rumors are, though, that they're still sticking by Wanda being the true villain of this film. That's the rumor. It's still Wanda. It actually makes sense that it would be Wanda, that it would still be Wanda. Uh, We didn't get any kind of um, uh, conclusion to the fact that she thinks her children are lost in the multiverse. She believes that her children are still alive and crying out for help for her. That's where we left things at the end of WandaVision. She's looking through the dark hold and she believes that something has taken, taken them. Now, these are not real children. So she will be scouring the multiverse using dark magic to do so, dangerous dark magic to do so, finding children that don't really exist. And Strange is going to have to try to talk her off this ledge. And when he tells her that her kids ain't real... You know, it's like saying you're, you know, your online relationship ain't real. Like, it's real to me. Like, what do you mean? This ain't real. This is mine. Pro then, wrestling but, ain't real. Hey, what you talking about? So I think that it, I think that that can still totally happen. Uh, what do you think? Do you think it is, Wanda? Do you think it's back to Strange Supreme? I,
1: so there's a lot to unpack with this movie. This movie's supposed to be upwards of three hours long. Yes, we're supposed to get a metric fuck ton of cameos in this
0: movie. They just did reshoots. They just tied up reshoots not too long oh, ago for yeah. a movie oh, that yeah. is coming out. Like they're in blaming COVID,
1: but we know they got Hugh Jackman's ass up in there.
0: They were like, "Whoa, people really like that three Spider-Man thing. Uh, how often can we do that? <laughs> can we like do that? honestly?
1: Well, this oh, whole phase God. in the MCU is going to be nothing but multiversal stuff. So they're going to be doing this for quite a while." <laughs>
0: That's
1: so interesting. But, uh, so, they're literally. If, if the trailer's bullshit, then we don't know what to expect, right? But I don't think it is. I think the trailer is uh, is pretty much accurate. I I, I don't think they would have gone through the trouble of making a live action Strange Supreme. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't because, I mean, let's be real. Do you know how how big of a pop he got? It was a big pop you know what i'm saying like that was a massive pop for strange supreme and it, i honestly I wonder
0: what what is strange supreme is the is the doc ock of this trailer remember how no. hyped we were for Doc Ock, but doc ock was obviously not the biggest thing in that film but it was the breadcrumb uh, that they could give us so that we could shut the hell up and stop and stop no i think i out. think he's i don't think
1: he's going to be the biggest thing in there but i don't think he's going to be the smallest either I think he's going to be a big player in the movie, just not the player in the movie. Okay. Um, I would, I would not disagree. I've heard, I've heard, I heard maybe a year ago after WandaVision, vision uh, mm-hmm. that, that uh, Scarlet witch or yeah, Scarlet witch is going to be the villain, but right. then you see in the trailer doesn't look that way. Yeah. But he's then you see, in, help. you see in the trailer later on, you see her fingers turning black, like Agatha, Mm-hmm. And you see that little bit of dark magic coming out. Um, I honestly, there's a lot of M's in the title of this movie, so Mephisto confirmed. Um, but, <laughs> but if
0: you turn your M's upside down, we got a <laughs> Wanda thing going Stop on. It. <laughs> you got to set it to W for Wumbo, bro. That's I, I honestly it. feel,
1: <laughs> I honestly feel that this is going to be a movie that is going to leave us with a cliffhanger, an Infinity War level cliffhanger.
0: Interesting. What, what, really, picks, what picks that back up? You think what? Uh, it's a, it's an allusion to what film you you believe?
1: Wandavision season two. Oh no, they're not doing a season two on that. uh it's mm, Ant Man, Loki. <laughs> either Loki season two or Ant Man Quantum Okay, because we all know Kang the Conqueror is the big baddie in uh, Ant Man three, and Kang, aka the uh, uh, oh he who remains. Yeah is the main main person in loki season one and if you look at the trailer where strange supreme is that looks like kang's office with the cracks and stuff yeah like it looks like they are up in the fucking center of all the fucking universe and dude i I, there's just so much that we don't know about this movie
0: right i honestly though as long as we get a bruce campbell cameo i'm happy is there something you're looking for in this? Besides what you believe to be confirmed, Is there what would make your day with this? Not to, would, set, that, not to set it too high, but you know what I'm saying? What like, would
1: make my day with this is yeah. if... We, <laughs> there's a lot that can make my day with this movie, um, just with the cameos alone. Cameos oh, yeah. I want to see, Deadpool. Uh,
0: that, would make uh, my, yeah, see, that would make my day.
1: I want to see Chris Evans as a Human Torch and as Captain Hydra. I want to see, see Wesley Snipes'
0: Blade. I freaking need them to acknowledge mutants. Someone, please, in Marvel. It's been so long. (laughs) They have been. (laughs) It's been so long. I like they kind of sort of snuck one into. Yeah, I mean, if if
1: you also go back, there's a there's a deleted scene from Iron Man. They did a a reshoot. It's kind of a an exchangeable scene when Nick Fury meets Tony Stark. He even says in there, mutants, people who crawl on walls, literally talking about Spider Man and the X Men um but because they didn't own the rights back in 2008 they switched it to uh what they switched it to i can't remember exactly what he said but they're they're getting more towards that and i think the mutants are going to come out in ant-man quantum mania i think that's when they're going to start talking about them um but with multiverse of madness it's it just the, the cameos alone have me hooked i mean it's a doctor strange movie doctor strange one was fucking fantastic you know, it was,
0: and it feels like forever ago since since it. It was 2016. It's yeah. been it's been six years. That's a long time for a sequel.
1: Um but you also gotta think, you know, takeaway 2020, we'll call it five years. You also gotta think they had to do the two big Avenger movies. So yeah, that's true. you know. Um, but Benny Cucumbers, I think they they picked <laughs> the right person to play that to play that character. Um I'm really excited because I believe it was confirmed. Um, Protector Strange.
0: Yes. Is Defender that what he's Strange. called? Defender, Defender Strange. Strange.
1: Defender Strange. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to see that, although it does look very reminiscent of Steven Seagal. Bro, that
0: Steven Seagal ponytail. That's what, what has me thinking. Like, if we have multiple Dr. Stranges in this, it's quite possible he's not the. It's King possible. It really is. Awesome. Um, Who knows? Who the fuck? Knows? But this is—it's—it's
1: it's almost a three-hour movie. Anything can honestly happen. But
0: will they kill Wanda?
1: No, they're not going to kill Wanda.
0: No, There's if no she way. gets rehab, she just gets rehabbed. There's no way she goes for broke. There's she just no. goes for blowing she's... people up like a dark. Oh my god, she's going to fight Jean Grey in this. That's I think she's going to
1: happen. Oh, as long <laughs> as if it's—it's Jean- got to be Famke Jensen, though. It can't be Sophie Turner.
0: But I just want two redheads. Just yelling with their hands <laughs> open towards each other, and not no one's doing anything. It's just them yelling. We, we them. gotta see.
1: We gotta see pre uh, pre effects. We gotta see green screen footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they're just I, literally just waving their fingers around like a bunch of idiots, and you don't see any magic.
0: There's that scene in Dark Phoenix with her and Magneto both trying to move a helicopter, and it's just two people standing there going ah oh, oh with their hands. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> oh, must have looked ridiculous. But hey, you got to cash a check. So um, I
1: think this is this is going to be and we talked about this on Department of Nerds. Um, this is going to be a movie that sets the rest of the table like Spider-Man No Way Home was the appetizer. And now we're getting we're getting the main course and it's setting the table for everything coming in okay. phase four. Um, I, I'm just, honestly the cameos that I know are coming are what are hooking me. Yeah, you know, I've got I've got ideas. Um, I do love that Sam Raimi's directing because of the horror aspect to this movie. It's giving a change of pace to what these Marvel movies have been, which have been very happy go lucky, uh, very family friendly type of things. This is going to be a bit of a spooky movie. Right. However, releasing it in May was a bad idea. They need to wait till October.
0: I I agree, but that's this has been one of the other ones that's been constantly shuffled, right?
1: I believe it did get shuffled. I believe it was either October or November. It was supposed to come out October prior, of last year.
0: It was supposed to come out prior to No Way Home. I'm almost uh and no, if that's the case. No, Spider Man No Way Home got delayed, didn't it? It all got delayed. Venom Venom 2 was supposed to come
1: out in 2020. They had, they had so much time to fix that movie and make it better. And they fucked up so
0: bad, <laughs> but it, it makes me wonder like if any of the shuffling messed any other stuff up, like if you know, Oh, they wouldn't
1: care because
0: they released Captain America well after it should have been released.
1: That should have been the first movie they released. Yeah, that's true. You know,
0: let me see. Some
1: they should have released in chronological order instead of, uh, you know, I mean, fuck, look at Captain Marvel. They didn't make a Captain Marvel movie until right before Avengers Endgame.
0: Oh, uh, so it said that uh the original director, Scott Derrickson, stepped down as director in January, citing creative differences. He probably wanted to make a
1: basically Doctor Strange 2 and didn't want to do all. The and cool they're like, like, hey, part.
0: listen, no, we're doing a bunch of other shit. There's a bunch of there's. We have a whole checklist of things we need you to do in your film, yeah. uh, regardless of where you wanted them to go. So. Yeah. Uh yeah, this is what we're gonna end up doing moving forward.
1: Um, the ru- the other rumor is we're supposed to see the Spider Man back in
0: Multiverse of Madness. At the very least, we're getting Toby because of Sam Raimi. Oh, <laughs> That's thousand my percent. guess. That's thousand my, percent. my guess. He's like, I can I just get Toby?
1: You know? I- I- I but let's I be, be real. Him. Andrew Garfield got his redemption. We need him back in everything.
0: Yeah, but he may be doing more movies. Maybe they're just gonna drop <laughs> Spider Man off in all these different films and stuff. <laughs> be interesting. How many stars, brother?
1: Uh, 4.5, my man. I got to be this honest, 4.5. higher
0: than the Batman.
1: It is. It is. Because I know it's going to be a great movie. I already know that going into it. The expectation is high because they can do things to make this movie not great. But I know they're not going to do that because Marvel has the formula and they have fucking produced phenomenal movies after movie after movie after movie. After
0: movie. Yeah,
1: there's only two movies in the MCU that I f- three movies in the MCU that I fucking can't stand mm. Thor 1, Thor 2, and Captain Marvel everything <laughs> else has been fucking fantastic yeah I can see that except for Age of Ultron which was good not great thanks a lot Joss Whedon go fuck yourself
0: yeah you can go fuck yourself Joss Whedon there's a lot of people who have an aversion to the Ant-Man films I don't even think they, they hate them I just don't think that they love them too much but it's Paul Rudd. so I mean, good yeah it's Paul Rudd you know Get in, get in there. But uh, we have an entire, you know, Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's going to be a big deal because he's one of the last remnants of the old Avengers team, moving into this new phase where they'll be bringing in seemingly a whole new young cast. Yeah, uh, they're introducing America Chavez and all this stuff. But what is an Avengers team to a league, Dave? Because right after this. Three weeks after Doctor Strange comes out, DC puts their foot on the ground and says, we're bringing the league to you and we're bringing the league to you now. Too bad it's the League of Super Pets instead of the fucking Justice League.
1: I have zero <laughs> fucking interest in this movie. I have... Keanu
0: Reeves is not it. Okay,
1: <laughs> I might watch it now. If Keanu Reeves wasn't in it, I would, not, I would not give a fuck.
0: Look at this. Look at this voice cast. Look at this voice cast. Dwayne Johnson. Kevin. Really? Yeah. Dwayne Johnson's playing Ace the Bat Hound, I believe. Hold on. Hold on. Is no, a- he's, a- playing he's playing crypto. He's playing is crypto. Is there source material for this movie? Yeah, there is. Stop. But this is like 70s. This is when they decided that everyone in the Justice League needed a pet. So Stop. Supergirl had a pet and um, uh, the Flash had a, a squirrel, I think, or no, Supergirl had a squirrel. The Flash had a cat.
1: What did Green Lantern have?
0: I'm not sure. I got to check. It. I got to check. It Are they getting time. Ryan
1: Reynolds to play the Green Lantern's pet in this
0: movie? <laughs> uh, oh, that would be that'd be fantastic if they did. Right. No. Uh, so it says what the the the, the uh, um oh, Diego Luna's in it. Keanu Reeves, Ben Schwartz, uh, Thomas Middleditch. I'm not sure who that is. Natasha Leon, Vanessa Bayer. I might just it? see it just for John a Krasinski. Oh, look at okay. that. Okay. OK, when the Justice League are captured by Lex Luthor, Superman's dog Crypto forms a team of shelter pets who are given superpowers. A hound named Ace. I think that's Kevin Hart. Who, and that's that's Ace is Batman's dog. Ace, the, the bat hound, um, who becomes super strong and indestructible. A pig named PB who can grow to giant size. A turtle named Merton who becomes super fast and a squirrel named Chip who gains electric powers. Are you telling me none of this is tantalizing you right now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go see it because Keanu Reeves, the rock and Kevin Hart. I know it's going to be funny. It's going to be, you know, Kevin, Kevin Hart was in that movie, uh, the secret life of pets. Yeah. I enjoyed that. It made me laugh, but it's a kid's movie. So like, I didn't, it wasn't something that's on my bucket list. I have to see, but I'll go, I'll, I'll go show some support because I f- it's an animated movie, so they can't fuck this up.
0: Yeah. It'd be weird if it was live action animals, <laughs> like if they were trying to go that oh, way. Oh, that would
1: be so weird. But yeah. I, they, Zero?
0: Are you going to give it a one? I'll give it a two and a half. Wow. I'll, give it, the, a, I'll give it a two and a, and a half, okay. half
1: because, you know, okay. I, I have this feeling, this sneaking suspicion that I'm going to go see this movie, and I am going to laugh quite a bit. You know, it's going to be one of those movies where, you know, I'm going to go see it because I am a comic fan. I'm going to go see it because it's one of those movies that, no, I normally wouldn't go see it. So I'm going to change, I'm going to cleanse the palette a little bit because after this, we have another Marvel movie coming out. Yes, we do. Um, I'm going to see this because it, it's a change of pace for what I'm used to. So I'm going to be watching a lot of superhero stuff this year, but this is the lighthearted side of it all as opposed to already the first three movies of the year are dark and gritty with Morbius, the Batman and Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. So then after that, we go to another one. That's got a very dark storyline. If you know the comics, but we'll get to that in a minute. So I'll give it a 2.5. I'm, I'm, I think it'll be a good movie. It'll be family friendly. Uh, It's not my cup of tea, but it's a change of pace. So I'll, I'll go get a few laughs in. I'll pay my $11, get some nachos and a beer and, you know, it will be a nice little Sunday for me.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised Warner Brothers does, doesn't go to the animated movie well more often. I feel like a lot of this stuff works their, for that. Their
1: animated movies for DC are so fucking great. Right. They, they figured out the formula for that, which was, guess what? I'm going to turn this comic book into a fucking movie. Yeah. And they go panel for panel and just make a scene from it. But... They can't do that with a live action movie because they're idiots.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, they're behind. They, they, like I said, they're behind the ball and then they decide to green light stuff like this. So it's like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do here? But it's <laughs> it about is... course correction, Dave. It's about course correction because a long time ago, there was two films, like you said, they weren't that high regarded. Thor, Thor, The Dark World. Not a lot of fans, you know. <laughs> then thor ragnarok came out and kind of sort of changed the script it changed the script for me um taika watiti has oh, my flavor of comedy it's it's I, I love what what we do in the shadows like both the movie and the television show and it's all taika watiti's kind of humor and then we got ragnarok which to be fair those who were fans of the first two thor don't dig ragnarok so they're, they're, you know it's a polarizing and it's because they're idiots and they don't like good <laughs> oh movies It's definitely polarizing, but Taika is back. He'll be doing Thor Love and Thunder, which comes out in July of 2022. My birthday weekend. That's absolutely fantastic. Uh, So Taika co-wrote the screenplay with Jennifer Caitlin Robinson. Uh, It stars Chris Hemsworth as Thor, uh, alongside Tessa Thompson, who will be returning as Valkyrie. Natalie Portman is Jane Foster. Christian Bale will be playing uh, Thor the God Butcher. Gore. Not Thor. Did I say Thor? Gore, the God <laughs> yeah. Butcher. I'm, I'm reading ahead. Jamie Alexander, who plays Sif, um, and then also listed as part of the cast is all the Guardians. Uh, all Dave Batista, them? yeah, Dave Batista, Chris Pratt, Sean Gunn, Karen Gillian, Palm, Clementioff. Mantis, <laughs> yes, Mantis, yep, uh, Sean Gunn, Vin Diesel, and Jeff Goldblum. Oh, the Grandmaster's coming also, back. Yeah, considered to be part of this. So um, they're not bringing back Gamora? I don't see her here. Okay. Which is okay. weird. Oh, well, she wouldn't be on the ship, right? Yeah, she she she, ra- she
1: ran off at the end of Endgame. So, I I mean, I get that. I just didn't know if she was going to have any part in this. And and I don't up see
0: the it. Guardians having a huge part of this. They're probably just going to drop Thor off at whatever planet. Yeah, like, I
1: mean, they have to be in it because they left Earth together. So it literally has to be one of those. All right, we're dropping you back off. Have fun. Bye
0: yeah i was a bit excited for ass guardians of the galaxy like i thought that's where i thought that's where we were going but that uh, yeah.
1: ass guardians and i feel like that should be that should belong on a different
0: website yes it should it, it, yeah there's a there's rules for stuff like that <laughs> but, but um what, what are you thinking bro thor love and thunder gore uh seemingly mighty uh mighty thor with jane foster possibly you know taking off here maybe we even get a um horse face guy what's his name beta rail bill Oh, man, I need me some Beta Ray Bill. That really man do. looks like a monster. <laughs> that face. That like, Beta face. Ray
1: Bill needs to be live action in these fucking movies ASAP right, as bro. possible. Taika Watiti, if you're listening to this, please make it happen. Uh, I say that because Tony Dalton fucking looks at your tweets. So Hey,
0: bro. Hey, get him in here. Taika. You know what I'm this saying? Man.
1: <laughs> um, I'm very excited for this. Um, I'm very excited. Again, long
0: hair Thor again. It looks like
1: I am a huge fan of Thor. You know this, yeah. Um, he's one of my backgrounds on my on my setup here. I've got I've got a miniaturized version of Stormbreaker up up there, as you can see. Yeah, I, I right. was I was bro Thor from Endgame for Halloween, right? Um, he's just he's a very relatable character, even though he is a demigod. Um. Because he feels the same emotions that we do. And you see all the loss he goes through. And you see how he tries to climb back out of that hole. And it, it, Thor, for me, is the absolute picture-perfect embodiment of mental health in the MCU. Because you see him suffer through so much loss. And you see him overcome it. We're going to see more of it in Thor 4. Right. Um, I'll tell you right now, my anticipation for this is five out of five.
0: Wow. So yes. far the highest of, of any film. I think um, I think you're right in the sense that we can't just go full Ragnarok vibes, even though I know it will have vibes because of Taika Waititi. Like so much has been done since Ragnarok to here with this character, with just Infinity War and Endgame that we've got some things to address you know we've got some we've got some uh still some trauma to kind of probably work through before we get thor exactly where we want him do you think it's a case where when we get when we when this film starts he's already thin again no no i think we're gonna get a i think we're (laughs)
1: gonna get a small glimpse of fat thor again which i'm very excited about but by far my favorite (laughs) thor he is literally my spirit animal (laughs) um I, I really think we're gonna see him like we're gonna see him have a come to jesus meeting with himself or a come to odin meeting with himself and he's gonna go. he's gonna basically like all right you need to get your ass in gear because this is ridiculous and it just worked out that he was buff as fuck because he's playing hollywood <laughs> hulk hogan yeah,
0: yeah, in yeah. that
1: biopic right, so right. it worked out that he was filming thor love and thunder right after that so he's jacked as fuck right now and it's honestly, it's going to be a, a true. This is going to be a very, very fucking great film. Um, some people out there don't call the MCU cinema Martin Scorsese, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be probably the best Thor movie we've gotten. Yeah. Um, Ragnarok obviously toppled both the first two because they were just hot fucking garbage. Right. Um, but Thor 4, I think, is going to beat Ragnarok, even though Ragnarok was phenomenal. Um, I am excited to see Jane Foster wield Mjolnir. I really am nervous about how they're going to tell that story. Because in the comics, the only story arc that I am aware of where she wields Mjolnir is because she is dying of cancer. Yes, And that so is she true. is worthy to wield Mjolnir, but because that rejects all the chemo drugs, it kills yeah. her faster.
0: Yeah. It, it, so, purifi- it purifies all the stuff in her body when she transforms, right. thus reversing any of the effects of any of the chemo. So she basically
1: has to stay as the mighty Thor forever, or she's going to die of cancer. Right. And she can't do that. No. So I'm very curious to see how they play this story out. Are they going to go the route of the comic story? I don't know. But Yeah, also, am- when, she
0: was, when she was Thor, he wasn't at the time. He wasn't no. w- rocking around with Mjolnir at the time. So yeah. I wonder if they go that route as well. Like you said, maybe he Well, no, because
1: at this point in the movies, Mjolnir has been destroyed.
0: Yeah, but he got his back from, from 20- Yes, and Cap took it 13? back at the end of Endgame. He did take it back, didn't he? Yeah, because he yeah. could pick it up.
1: So what <laughs> I've read as far as rumors is that this is Molnir from Thor Ragnarok, and it's literally pieced back together.
0: Oh, wow. That's interesting. Very he, uh, interesting. He at one point gets a gold one. So I wonder if that's in the cards. It's eventually. possible. Yeah. It's possible. Um, uh, there's no one left to kill. Do we see Loki in this, you think? No, No, we can't, right?
1: Yes. You think we
0: see Loki in this?
1: I think we do. I think we do. I think we get the big reveal that I think he pops through a TVA door. Oh, that reminds, wow. me. That reminds <laughs> me. He's yeah. going to pop through a TVA door in Multiverse of Madness, too. He's going to pop through a TVA door in um,
0: Thor Love and Thunder as well. Wow. That's a lot yeah. of work there for Mr. Hiddleston, but I, I want to see these, those two together. Oh, one I, last look, time. Loki's grown so much. He really has. Know.
1: And I think, I think his time in his own series led him back to where he needed to be before he died in infinity war. So I think when Thor sees him, he's going to wonder what the fuck's going on and he's going to explain it all to him and he's not going to believe it, but he's going to accept it because he got his brother back. Right. Um, there was a line in infinity war that Loki said, and he said, the sun will shine on us again. And I think that happens in Thor Love and thunder.
0: Oh, he's like, I only have, I only have so much time to talk to you, but listen,
1: yeah, you
0: will know, make me cry.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm very excited for it um i' I'm real' I'm so I'm so excited to see
0: lady Sif back holy shit if if I'm getting this right i believe this is also this would also be the last oh no 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 we have one more MCU film for this year um so we'll, we'll have uh Doctor Strange and then uh Thor and then we have one more but um after this film and the, these are all films all of these films are coming out weeks weeks apart because Uh, because
1: it's what batman in march and then in april it's morbius yep and then in may it's dr strange 2 and And in july i don't care about that
0: (laughs) and then in july literally eight weeks later if that it's thor 4 yep what do we have next well, next, the hierarchy of power is about to change in the DC universe. And the reason why I know that by heart is because The Rock has been saying it over and over and over and yes. over and over and over and over and over Before we had a Justice League film, before we had a Suicide Squad film, before uh, Harley Quinn was ever cast, before we even saw Gal Gadot, we knew that The Rock was going to play Black Adam. This was something that they have been talking about for a very 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 long time. And even when we found out there was a Shazam film, we like surely Black Adam will be in that. No, hinted at, but not in it. We will finally be finding out what Black Adam is all about in July tw- on July 29th of 2022. Really? Uh, when, yeah. Uh, about three weeks after Thor 11 Thunder. I don't think that that's smart for them. That is not a smart move. This is I, Thor 11 Thunder is
1: going to be the second biggest Marvel movie of the year, if not the biggest, because of name recognition. And they want to release Black Adam three weeks after <laughs> that while Thor's still rocking. I'm still going to be going to see Thor. I'll go <laughs> see Black Adam, but yeah. I'm,
0: I'm not when, ready when for Black Adam yet. When the Thor theaters, uh, I guess they're hoping when the Thor theaters are are packed. People be like, oh, I guess I'll see Black Adam. <laughs> like,
1: I'm literally, like, I'm literally gonna do the, it's gonna be for the Marvel movies this year, it's gonna be the Spider Man effect for me. I went and saw Spider Man No Way Home four fucking times. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: do it again. Uh, it'll be, it's gonna be directed by Duame Colette Serra. Um, it, it stars Dwayne Johnson as Teth slash Black Adam alongside Noah Centineo this Hodge who I think is playing Hawkman We have Pierce Brosnan coming in as Dr. Fate Dr. Fate That's going to be cool Contessa Swindell and Sarah Shahi uh, Is also joining the cast there So We talk about this all the time uh, In the Major (sighs) Issues Podcast But it's like I don't know if anyone really told Dwayne what Black Adam was And I think he's kind of just made up his own Kind of like headcanon That he's just like uh, Egyptian Superman um, but the big thing about Black Adam is that he was a slave um, in Egypt when he ended up getting these powers and he ends up using them against his captors. That's the whole big thing. So he is a bit of an antihero, but in more cases than not, he's been portrayed as a villain. Um, and then he just like Dr. Doom has Latveria. He has what's called Kandak. It's a a, a you know, a country in the Middle East that he oversees and nobody messes with him there. I don't know what this film is. I don't know what this film is about. It reminds me of Joker in the sense of like, why are we making a film about the villain? But I guess we have to see how he turns. You know, in Shazam, they spoke about how they gave the powers to a champion, but he abused them. And there's almost a there. You see a hooded figure with the Shazam logo, AKA Black Adam in that flashback, but they never allude to it. So maybe that this is what's going to happen here i just don't know who this is for and i guess they're just hoping that the rock is enough of a of a name to to get everybody in for this
1: well not even just him pierce brosnan that's james fucking bond yeah um uh, we're getting a lot of characters in this movie and that's what worries me because we're getting a lot of characters that we have talked about on department of nerds we literally just had this conversation the other day when we were talking about peacemaker What about the B list characters? And here we are with a movie coming out this summer with one, two, three, four, five, six (laughs) B list characters in one movie. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, and they'll do nothing between now and then to introduce us or get us warm to any of those characters. Because we saw what happened with Suicide Squad, right? They didn't care to educate us on any of what's going on. Not a fucking thing. So, yeah, man, like I and I I'm a big wrestling fan. Love Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. Like, I want this to work. Um, They did a, that little teaser. Remember where mm-hmm. people come up on him with guns and he just grabs one of the guys and smokes him out, like just electrocutes him. till he's smoldering looks edgy, looks cool. I don't think the rock would be anything in anything that makes him look too stupid. Does that make sense? Well, like, where he's at now, because even Jumanji, that's silly. No, not I even that. that.
1: I mean, I was thinking about the tooth fairy. Oh yeah, but that's when he has to
0: take roles, <laughs> right? When he, he was doing that, and, you know, we already are. I mean, we're, it's already exciting because this looks like it'll be in a desert, so it'll be like one of the one of like two movies that The Rock's ever done that's not in a jungle of some sort where he's not running in a jungle.
1: Well, no, because then you got you got um uh, what was it? San Andreas, and then you've got skyscraper, which were both just awful movies.
0: California has deserts though. He, was, he I mean, oh yeah, not. Jungle I mean, he was California. near
1: a desert. I guess we can say. That. <laughs> I'll tell you I what mean, though, the movie theaters were deserted.
0: Yeah, his biggest his his, movie, his biggest um, claim to fame, Dwayne, about this film is that he uh, he didn't want any padding in his suit. Do you hear oh, about yeah. this? Because he's
1: big as fuck.
0: Yeah. Uh, his whole thing was that I will get in the shape that I need, and I want I want this suit to be the most physically intimidating, like like you see arteries through. The suit, like he just looks like a, like, like a. So I'm excited to see what that reveal will be. But yeah. again, again, like this don't mean nothing to me. You need to give me Black Adam and Peacemaker on the same in the same shot, bro. And I Jeff cannot. And the I, can't, Rock.
1: I can't deal with a Cena Rock three. <laughs> I can't.
0: Thrice in a lifetime, bro. They're gonna do it. Yeah, um, even though it was once in a lifetime. Miss Gun. James Gunn's little boo, who's playing Harcourt, is supposed to be in this film as well. That's so, James
1: Gunn's wife.
0: Yeah, this, she was actually getting a lot of flack because they were like, "Wow, nepotism much?" For peacemaker, <sighs> good and for him. And, and like, it's his, it's 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 his movie. By the way, if you're looking at her and you're going nepotism much, you haven't been paying attention. As he snuck Sean Gunn, his brother, in almost in every single film,
1: everything. <laughs>
0: That he's ever done, but a hot blonde. Yeah, she's the one you want to. She's the one you want to single out. And fuck bro.
1: everybody that she's she's good in that role. Leave her alone.
0: A hundred percent. So where where are you sitting on Black Adam, bro? Where, where the stars aligning?
1: uh it's a DC movie. It's Warner Brothers. It's not being made by anybody I know. I'm sitting at about a three point five for anticipation. It's going to be good. I'm sure it's going to be good because Shazam hit me out of nowhere. Like I didn't expect much from it, but that was a really good movie. And I really feel like this is going to be a really good movie. And it's going to be one of the few saving graces of the DCEU. Yeah. I just need to know how they're tying it all in together. And the one thing I'm worried about is all the hero names or villain names that are in this movie. There's a lot of characters.
0: Do you think this has the chance to be better than Shazam?
1: No, no, okay. No, Shazam was different. It was new. It was a change. This is sort of similar, so it's a continuation because they are building to a Shazam Black Adam showdown. We know that. That's not a secret.
0: Yeah, it'd be absolutely ridiculous. It'd be like if doing they, a uh, Joker two do in a universe that there's no Batman.
1: <laughs> if they don't do that, it's they <laughs> fucked up yet again. Yep. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But honestly, this this it's gonna be a good movie. I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, I'm anticipating three and a half stars, but I feel like I'm gonna give it a little bit more once I see it. I just I have to see it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I guess I, I I went into
1: Shazam with the same mindset. You know i i I saw the trailers. It looked good. Had a good a lot of good named actors in there. You know, Mark Strong is one of my favorite actors of all time. Amazing. Um, it's just you know. Is it going to be good? Because it's a DC movie. You have an expectation for it to be awful,
0: like everything they do. So I don't expect much. Oh, my gosh. He's coming back for SummerSlam, isn't he? This is in July. Oh, no. (laughs) He's totally coming back for
1: SummerSlam,
0: bro. He's going to come back. He's coming back to fight Roman Reigns for the title. Uh, he come back to lose to Roman Reigns for the title, man. But get it right, get it right, get it tight. But <laughs> Black Adam might be the sleeper hit of DC. Who knows? I know once we get closer, The Rock is gonna do all the promotional stuff that he does. The guy's a monster when it comes to that. All the talk shows, all the TikToks, all all of that. So don't you? We we'll, we'll, we will see more of this film as we get closer. The trailer looks good. I'll give them that. The trailer looks really good yeah but that's the thing we haven't gotten an official trailer yet no you know, just weird like, dc uh, fandom quasi footage thing
1: yeah the, but what i saw it looks good yeah. um i'm just you know i don't expect greatness from this and i am prepared to be shocked but i'm
0: also prepared to be let down <laughs> dc would do that to you yes but like, they... I, like i said it could be the sleeper hit you want to talk about sleeper hits, bro spider-man into the spider-verse absolutely a sleeper hit when that first film came out changed the game
1: dude do you know how long it took me to see that movie because i was so iffy about it how long that movie had been out for nine months before i watched it
0: what'd you think for the first time when you saw it i about shit myself it was so good
1: (laughs) it was so fucking good
0: yeah, I went with a roommate. I was off. He was off. Um, and he was like, you want to go see it? And I was like, I guess. No, and this he, movie
1: was on Netflix for nine months. So it had been a year before it, before I saw it.
0: Right. We, saw, we ended up seeing it in theaters, but like a matinee show. You know, like early matinee Yeah, show, and, and we were blown. You know, so we were like, eh, we'll see. We'll, it, it'll, be, it'll be funny to watch this animated movie kind of stoned. So we go in and watch it. And when the credits start. There's like a glitch and it's changing animation styles. Yeah. And I'm like, where, where did we just walk into? They're playing. You are reggae in the thong. multiverse, bro. Yeah, they're playing reggae thong. I'm seeing Puerto Rican flags. Miles is doing daps in the street with his friends. And I'm like, this movie, and then what's up danger, bro? What's up danger happens? Dude. And you're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Seriously,
1: <laughs> that, that whole movie was so fucking phenomenal. Start to finish, you know. I, I can't say enough good things about that movie and how surprised I was. I did not want to see it because it was a Sony Spider-Man movie. I was very I was very nervous to watch it. So I yeah, didn't go defense. see it in theaters. Yeah. I, honestly, that is the only Marvel movie I did not go see in theaters where I did not have a legitimate excuse for why I didn't go see it in theaters.
0: And it's the one that, diver- that d- deserved the theater watch. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like,
1: it's, it's 1,000% the one that deserved me to go opening night sitting right in the middle of the theater in my Spider-Man shirt with my Spider-Man socks. And you know what? I fucking regret not going.
0: Is it safe to say that you will be in line on October 7th? I will be 2022? purchasing
1: tickets for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse the day they go out.
0: <laughs> Same, and I'm be telling other people like, don't miss this train. This is this is the one. Ain't like, no fucking you know I mean?
1: way, I'm missing this movie.
0: Is the bar set too high? <sighs> See, Again, a tough question. I think a Wonder Woman, bro. Okay, you know, I think a Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman Man, Wonder Woman, bro. that drop off was something crazy. <laughs> Man, I still haven't even watched that. One eighty four. Yeah don't do it it's not worth it
1: i literally well i have to because it is my responsibility as a comic book
0: podcaster to watch that, it that's true
1: i have it i bought it because i anticipated it being good as the first one i did not go see it in theaters i oh,
0: i saw it on my phone on christmas day because <laughs> they had released remember that was that big thing where it had released um oh that's right it released on hbo max on hbo max on christmas day so i was already home so i was like all right let me just take a peep and, and check this out and i'm laughing as i'm watching it because there's moments that are so uncharacteristic that i'm like who did this thing and it got me tight because we were full on mandalorian season like we were full in mando, mando fever yeah and um homeboys in it pedro, oh, pedro in pascal it. yeah yeah and i'm just like they didn't like what it is- not great. It's just not great. Yeah. Uh, back, to the, back to the question, though. Do you think that this can reach the heights that the first one did?
1: If they do it right, it'll blow the first one away, which I think they will, because we already know a couple of characters that are going to be. in. We know spider Gwen's going to be back. We know yes. Miles is going to be back. We know that we're getting Spider-Man 2099.
0: Oscar Isaac, who will be fresh off of his Moon Knight stick. Since.
1: Oscar Isaac is fucking phenomenal, and he was a perfect choice for this.
0: Absolutely. And um, Lord and Miller doing the screenplay, man. Those guys are killer. I, uh,
1: so good. This for me is a 4.5 out of 5 anticipation.
0: Yeah, I think it's that. I think it's that. I think I, I'm off by a half point out of fear.
1: <laughs> fear. I, and, and as I say the 4.5, that is a very, very nervous 4.5. Yeah. Because as much as Into the Spider Verse was a, an amazing film, this. It's got me nervous because Sony does not do well with sequels, let alone original movies. So, this could be the greatest thing we've ever seen as far as this whole cinematic universe they're doing with the animated Spider Man movies, mm-hmm. or it
0: could be so fucking bad that you get up and walk out of the theater. I know it's going to be ambitious. They said that every uh, dimension or world that they choose to go in will have a different animation style uh that that's their oh. way uh that's what they're trying to get into in this my biggest thing is that uh, tayu, uh sorry Tak Takuya Yamashiro aka Spider-Man the Japanese Spider-Man will appear in the film with his Megazord the 1978 no! the 1978 Spider-Man so oh. so this has me thinking if they're doing that they can Are they anything. bringing back are they bringing back the amazing Spider-Man? Bro, I they could do anything. They can bring back, you know, s- Spider-Blood, Spider-Blood, radioactive spider man yeah, Are they, they bringing him they, back? They totally could. You know, Spectacular Spider-Man was big in a lot of people's hearts as well. They could swing his ass. Are in. we getting
1: Scarlet Spider? That's my big question.
0: I'm so excited to see what they will do with this because th- so, so many people find out about Spider-Gwen for the first time watching the first film. So they have an opportunity to educate the masses on any Spider-Man they want to introduce.
1: So I genuinely like what I think. What I hope they do is when they go to a different world and they bring in these characters. I think they're going to hit all the animated Spider-Man shows that they've had in the past or movies that they've had in the past, mm. and they're just going to do whatever they did for that animation. So it's going to look like it's from the 1970s. It's going to look. And it's like going to make me 1990s. cry. It's
0: going to make me cry. We're going to have the, the, that Spider-Man. That's gonna, the this movie. is literally going to be
1: this. Into the Spider Verse is literally a nostalgia fest.
0: Yes. Yeah. With, killer, with a killer with a killer soundtrack. Like, that soundtrack was bad. Dude, that soundtrack was so fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. What's Up Danger
1: is literally on my top five on my most played songs last year.
0: They had this other one that was, like, incredibly crunk. They had, like, this song. I think it's called Start a Riot or something. And I'm like, the energy in this is way too much for a kid's film. But, hell, play it, man. All, Let's all go. Those songs, all those songs are different for that. So, yeah, I, I, I would say that that's very um, high on my list for anticipation. 100%. Uh, this next one probably could change the entire game. And I don't even necessarily know if that's a good thing. <sighs> the F- The Flash, November 4th, 2022. Uh, film directed by Andy Muschietti from a screenplay by Christina Hodson, starring Ed- Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, The Flash, alongside Ron Livingston, Michael Keaton, Kirstie Clemens, who played Ron Livingston, the guy from Office Space. Ron, Li- is that who Ron Livingston is? Hang on. Check that, check that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that real quick. Keep keep going. Jamie, Jamie, check, check. <laughs> Ron, let me see. Uh Michael Keaton, Kirstie Clemens, Antehe Trau, I hope I'm getting that right. Sasha Cali, which was who was confirmed to be a supergirl. Isn't it? Him? It is it oh, its Is he playing the dad? Because they pa- he's playing the dad. Henry Allen. Okay, because they changed the dad. It was Billy Cartup. Uh, of dr manhattan fame in justice league and i think he was he had scheduling conflicts so he slid in ron livingston
1: but they've got michael shannon in here they bring him back
0: shannon yes zod has been confirmed what the fuck film uh, along with ben affleck's batman but they've Uh, also got tom curry in here they bring an aquaman in this fucking movie i mean that'd be hilarious as hell In the film, Alan travels back in time to prevent his mother's murder, which brings unintended consequences. If that sounds familiar, folks, it's because it is the tried. It is the true. It is the sometimes tired flash storyline known as Flashpoint or Flashpoint Paradox to those uh, animated movie fans. Um, So mostly what usually what happens in a situation like this is Variana goes back to try to save his mother from death and the butterfly effect changes the entire universe as we know it uh when he does fix things it still doesn't fix right and it gives us a brand new sort of universe to live in do you think we're doing this do you think we're breaking the dceu to 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 make it make it new in his image or whatever first first things
1: first this movie i'm looking at imdb Mm -hmm. and the top build cast doesn't even have the title character in it so that irritates me.
0: Oh yeah, and what's always irritates me when they go when somebody goes, "Hey man, listen, let's do a movie about about this guy. It's got to be all about this guy, but we'll put the Batman in it." It's like I love Batman, but bro, get this Flash shit right, please. This I will movie... find him. Sorry, I just wanted to do some <laughs> Michael Shannon. <laughs>
1: the this Flash movie. Is it, it was not supposed to be what it is shaped into? No, this movie is literally the DC's version of Days of Future Past. Yep, this is hitting the reset button on most of the DCEU. And I, as I'm gonna see it in theaters opening weekend, I already know that, right? I know I'm gonna. Because it's The Flash. And it's a movie that we're all ready to see. (laughs)
0: What's going on over there? (laughs) They've got me excited
1: with Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck as Batman in this movie. Right. Now, my anticipation factor for this is two out of five. Because this movie, to me, is literally X-Men Days of Future Past.
0: Right. (sighs) I have a bit of your concerns, you know, because when I look at it from my end, like the only thing that can make this movie good would be like the level of cameos that we were, are expecting in something like Multiverse of Madness. But DC hasn't gotten enough of that goodwill. Like, what are they going to show? <laughs> like, what they, they, they've not done anything. Has impressed anybody so what wells do you go back to? Unless we're gonna cut and see Christian Bale at one point in this, maybe. Well, you know, they went back to the Michael Keaton well, but I almost think that they probably called Bale first and he was like, I'm not doing that, sorry, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not doing that, <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> and Michael Caine's <laughs> 90 years old, so he's like,
1: I'm, Christian I'm Bale is literally just the deep voice of Tom Holland,
0: <laughs> it totally is. It's all mush mouth. But but, um, (laughs) but the rumor, the big rumors I don't know if you've been hearing this Is that this is the exit for Ben Affleck's Batman This will put the Flash and most people on Michael Keaton's Batman's universe And then Michael Keaton will be the glue The Nick Fury, if you will For the new set of Justice Leaguers Uh, How do you feel about that rumor? And if it is true, how do you feel about that news? I mean, I know that
1: Ben Affleck is done he said he was done after Justice League. You say
0: he's never getting in a, a super suit again. <laughs> Something he literally, literally came back.
1: He came back for Zach's, the Snyder cut because he wanted that to be the Justice League, and he would have continued if that was the Justice League. But it wasn't, so we got we lost Ben Affleck. Now, he came back for the Flash because he must have they had the right conversation with the right people with this being his last outing. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because Ben Affleck is my favorite on-screen Batman so far. Right. I love Michael Keaton. Don't get me wrong. But Ben Affleck is by far my favorite. I think he did a really phenomenal job and he shut up a lot of the haters because they saw him and they were like, what the fuck? No. But I yeah. think he did a fantastic fucking job. He had the look. He had the attitude. He had the he had the persona, that dead in the eyes thousand yard stare. Mm -hmm. He literally was the Batman we've needed a live action for the longest time. It's just the production company behind it sucks ass. Yeah. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I love the idea of Michael Keaton being the Nick Fury of this. I mean, he signed on for eight movies, I believe.
0: They weren't paying attention, right? Because what we really wanted was Batman Beyond. Remember? (laughs) That's what we were talking about from before.
1: We literally, (laughs) uh, and I honestly feel like this is leading up to Michael Keaton giving the reins to, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, then um, Addison no 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 being the old man Bruce in Batman Beyond that's oh, honestly think- what I feel like this is leading up to eventually and he'll probably train him for like the first he'll be he'll be old man Bruce for two movies and then he'll be done mm-hmm. so I, I I think that's what this is leading up to but yeah him being the, the, the quasi Nick Fury for the DCEU I like that but also, I don't like it because they're literally pulling him in to get people to go see it.
0: Right. And they can't just put the Batman Band-Aid on everything that doesn't work. Right. Like, that doesn't... It's not... You're gonna we're getting out of three Batman. different flashes
1: in this fucking movie. We're getting two different Batman in this movie. We're a getting... Supergirl. <laughs> a random yeah. Supergirl appears. Yeah. And we're getting a Batgirl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: It's just... Just stop. Just stop. Literally... <laughs> Literally snuff out everything you've done because you've already fucked it up. Snuff it out. Wait five years and start from scratch with some B-list characters. Like we talk like we talked about this last week on yeah. our other show. Literally start with B-list characters. Like you've got um fuck I can't even remember the names of them right now
0: they all get blue beetle get plastic man up in
1: there and literally have it centered have the branches be the main characters you don't need origin stories for batman and superman and wonder woman and aquaman anymore have them be like hey okay I see these new heroes out here let's train them and then you literally lead into a titans movie
0: yeah be doing they're doing superman and lois over on hbo max right now and it's it's amazing and they not only did they not do the origin but him and lois are already together so there's no will they won't day i gotta hide myself get past all the all the trophy stuff stop the origins literally every few years you just
1: do a reboot and the only reason brandon ruth superman worked is because he had he looked like christopher Reeve. <laughs> that <laughs> is the only reason that work worked. which
0: which which you could argue it was them trying to reboot that old 70s pants. No, that's literally what that was. Uh, although I will say
1: as as just fucking awful of a human being as Kevin Spacey is, he was a really good goddamn Lex Luthor.
0: Wrong. Yeah, he was out of control. <laughs> he was out of control. The, and that's the problem sometimes when people leave, you know, these iconic roles having or if they if they pass away, replacing them is not easy. No. That is probably the cleanest segue I have. To oh. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, which comes out on November 11th of 2022. It has been threatened to be delayed multiple occasions. Uh, the film is directed by Ryan Coogler, who co-wrote the screenplay with Joe Robert Cole. stars Lupita Nyong'o, Danai Guerrera, Martin Freeman, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, Angela Bassett, and Dominique Thorne. Nothing has been said about what this movie is about. The biggest thing is Black Panther... Is in the title, but the actor who played Black Panther famously passed away a couple of years ago, um, and so since then it has been a a dash a scramble to figure out what Marvel is going to do in the interim. Rumors were that they were going to give Shiri the mantle, which happens in the comics. Then we also heard some other rumors about her po- possibly being anti-vax, which might have threatened uh, certain people at the um, you know during the shoots because all of this was shot at the height of COVID. Um and that they might be passing that mantle on to Winston Duke. What do you think about all this scuttlebutt this drama that seemingly surrounding the movie, the f- constant fights about whether or not T'Challa himself should be recast? Um, what do you sit on on all this here? Black Panther one, what do you think of that as well? Black Panther one I saw in theaters three times. It is
1: one of the best movies in the in phase three. Yeah. It is one of the best movies in the MCU. It was fantastic. I loved everything about that movie. Um My only gripe about Black Panther right now is they don't know what they're doing because they did lose Chadwick Boseman and he was perfect for that role. He became an icon. Yeah. He, you know, I'll be honest. I did not know who Chadwick Boseman was until Black Panther. And then I started deep diving into his previous roles and he is such a phenomenal actor. He has, he had so much range. He was a gift to the
0: world. And when you consider that some of his stuff, his more modern stuff, was done while dealing with stage 3 cancer, absolutely ridiculous. He filmed five
1: MCU movies as a a hero who got his ass kicked and kicked ass while dealing with cancer. Yeah. We had no idea until probably two months before he passed away.
0: Right. And even then, remember, those pictures that came out with how sunken he was. Yeah, nobody knew and they're like, is he, is he doing this for a role? What's going on here with Chadwick? And then literally out of nowhere, by the way, Chadwick Boseman's passed away. And so Marvel has been left with their fingers squarely in their Wakanda. And they have to kind of figure out how to pivot from here. I agree. I don't agree that T'Challa should be recast. But I understand the impassioned plea that it's a shame that just as one of the most prominent black superheroes ever is portrayed on screen and, you know, inspires a litany of children that look like him to, you know, want to be that kind of hero. You know, now that he's gone, do we never get that again? I guess is what some people are are arguing for. Like I, yeah. If I was
1: in charge of this movie, I would. and, And we, I think we talked about this a little bit after the passing of Chadwick, I feel like they should do a flashback scene where they have whoever the main villain is going to be moving forward in the Black Panther franchise Mm -hmm. kills him. You don't see Chadwick's face. You don't hear his voice. You just hear, you know, grunts and groans. You just see a quick two minute battle scene where he ends up dying. Okay. You then you cut to the funeral for Black Panther for Mm T'Challa. You don't see the body, obviously. Um, and then you figure out who's going to take up the mantle. I think if they follow comic books, Shuri should get the mantle. Mm-hmm. However, she's next in line to be queen of Wakanda. But she's also the basically the, the, the IT support for Wakanda. Right. <clears throat> when everybody was snapped away after Infinity War, who ran Wakanda? Winston
0: Duke. Yeah. And what's her face? Uh, Okoye. Yes. She's she's doing those Avengers meetings, remember? Yep. Her PTA meetings. <laughs> so
1: I think that M'Baku should get the mantle of Black Panther. Like Shuri, Shuri does it and realizes, you know what? I can't do this and, and run the country, blah, blah, blah. I'm not my brother. So I'm going to run the country. I'm going to be the queen of Wakanda. And she's going to give it to M'Baku because he took care of Wakanda in their absence. Yeah. And he's already taken the heart-shaped herb. We figured that out in Endgame when he was running as fast
0: as T'Challa was. Another big thing is, you know, Winston Duke, he plays M'Baku. Like we were talking about, M'Baku's actually meant to become the man ape, which was a big villain of right. Black Panthers. Um, but yeah, you can totally redeem that character. He can deal with, He can deal with those in his own ape tribe feeling betrayed that he is now sitting in the big chair. Cause remember they were all down with like less technology living in caves and whatnot. So he could be like stuck in the middle of two worlds the same way uh, Chadwick was. So I think you're right. I think going with Winston is probably the best bet moving forward with this film. Um, which I don't know. It, it, the whole thing is a mess. Um, I, I agree. I think they
1: need, I, and I don't want them to, but I think they need to delay it another year so they can figure out what they're going to do.
0: You know who looks oddly, weirdly close to Chadwick Bozeman, not to say that this person should do it. But remember the guy who played his pops in, um, yeah. in, in, in Black Panther, the one who played older uh, T'Chaka, T'Chaka, but not the old T'Chaka, the young T'Chaka. So fun fact about that,
1: that was the guy who played T'Chaka in Civil War. Yeah. The guy who
0: played younger T'Chaka in Black uh-huh. Panther is his son. Oh, that's interesting in real and, life. And I don't know if it's just a facial hair, but I feel like he resembles Chadwick in a lot of ways. So he if you had to does, but it, it's too, it's, it's too much of a
1: stretch to get him to, to
0: but maybe do- he could do the Luke thing, right? Where he is the stand in for the scene that we have to produce where T'Challa goes on mission and passes away. It's possible. You know, do you think that would be too uh, tasteless? to reenact I think I think so Chadwick for the loss of T'Challa I think so yeah
1: I think yeah. it needs to be CGI'd
0: as fuck I'm gonna I was just about to cry because there's gonna be a moment where somebody goes to the ancestral plane and he's there Whether or not he says something, you understand. Whether or not he says something or does something, you you can see it, Dave. You can see it. Yeah, you already see it, bro. Somebody's gonna get there. They're gonna look around, and then you're gonna hear. I'm just okay. I'm really,
1: I'm (laughs) really upset because the rumor mill was was circling that we were gonna get our introduction to Storm in Black Panther two, and. If anybody followed the comics, Storm and Black Panther were married at one point, which led to Avengers versus X Men.
0: Exactly. We also so, have Dominique Thorne in this. Dominique Thorne is we will be playing Riri Williams, aka Ironheart. So we're getting introduced to that character in this. Um, I don't know if she'll be Wakandan, but I like her being in this because it already will have us respecting her as a uh, a technician, like uh, yeah, a technician, <laughs> somebody who's good with um you know. Uh, building things and stuff. And perhaps if we're moving Shiri up, perhaps Ironheart takes that, you know, takes the the, the IT uh, role of it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, wh- where are you sitting with stars on that Wakanda forever? Because of what a mess it is
1: right now, I'm sitting probably about a two and a half to three.
0: I think that's fair. I'm so, I'm probably scared of that one the most. Like that's probably the one that yeah, I like. The DC movies,
1: I expect not a whole lot. Uh, Morbius, eh. But this is the one I'm very fearful because I think they're rushing it too much after the passing of Chadwick. I think they need to take another year to figure out the actual story of how they're going to do this. And they need to make sure it's going to be good.
0: Yeah. There's no way you can watch the first Black Panther film and not put majority of the praise on Chadwick and his performance. So what does that look like without him? How high can you get without your top player not on your team? Um, it's going to be uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with all the stuff that goes on with their his throne and his kingdom. Yep. Um, some kingdoms are won, Some kingdoms are lost. And then there we have the lost kingdom which will be our final film we'll be talking about today, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, coming out December 16th, really?
1: 2022.
0: Yep, it will be <clears throat> the final film to come out uh, for as far as comic book films are concerned. And we know there's going to, between all this stuff, we are going to be littered with all kinds of superhero television. The Boy Season 3 will be coming back. Uh, Umbrella Academy Season 3 will be coming back. Um, we have all the DC shows, they're probably going to come back again. Uh, and we have the Marvel shows that have already been announced, like Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, A uh, Moon Girl, Devil, Dinosaur, She Hulk. Um, all great stuff, but Aquaman will be holding it down in December. It had a December release when it first came out. Were you a fan of the first Aquaman film?
1: I enjoyed it. I thought the acting was a wee bit too cheesy. Um, yeah. I thought it was too bright of a movie for what it should have been. Um, i'm not i did i'm gonna be honest i didn't know this was coming out anytime soon So <laughs> i can't even give you an anticipation rating um i don't know any of the plot i don't know anything other than jason momoa is gonna be back for it
0: yeah yeah we have um momoa back as arthur curry everybody's favorite amber heard will be returning <laughs> to play Is she Mira? really 100 uh, uh, percent uh two out of five anticipation <laughs> Willem Dafoe though catching another check in Amber open. Heard
1: needs to be fired, she needs to be replaced with Amelia
0: Clark. Bro, look at look at these hitters. Willem Dafoe, Patrick Wilson, Dolph Lundgren, Yaya Abdul Mateen the second, Tamara Morrison's coming back, bro. He's catching all checks this year. And Nicole Kidman. Um, my biggest problem with Aquaman was I feel like it's one of those things where Marvel beat them to the punch twice. You know, the story of a throne and somebody not necessarily wanting it while somebody else desperately wants it has already been done in Thor and Black Panther. Like the idea of introducing a brand new secretive world that you've never seen before and has a bunch of lore. We've done that already. So I really hope they do something different in this because not only will it probably be compared to Black Panther, it comes out one month after. So what are y'all doing? (laughs) Last time, I think it came out the same year. But Black Panther came out in the beginning of the year and then this came out at the end. So it's like, I get it. Brother wants the throne. You don't want the throne, but you kind of have the throne and the burden of the throne. And we've done all this throne shit. Um, I'm looking at Yaya. I'm looking at Black Manta. All right, because Black Manta does some despicable shit in the comics, bro. He
1: was by far my favorite part of the first Aquaman movie. And I really, really want them to fucking just do him justice in the next one.
0: Yes, there's a it's a it they go tit for tat because as you saw in the first film, Yaya or sorry, Black Manta, uh, his father was killed in the first film. Uh, that also takes place in the comics to get uh, revenge back on him. Black Manta ends up killing Aquaman's father, who hasn't died yet, Tamir Morrison. So I think Tamir Morrison will be getting killed in this Aquaman film. But the biggest, most tragic thing that Black Manta is known for when it comes to Aquaman is Black Manta is the person who kills Aquaman's baby.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, As a baby, um, puts it in a bubble, suffocates it, underwater, kills Mm -mm. it. So... Mm -mm. How bad are they gonna do this Manta? I'm saying, man, we've we, we've been we've been coloring these villains with too many bright colors, man. Get let's get let's get back to that dark, man. Let's get now. Back here's my to
1: question, because we we saw we saw Justice League Snyder cut, and we saw the nightmare scenes where where Aquaman dies.
0: Yeah, well, he got got, <laughs> but Mira's what? still alive of all people. <laughs> yeah, fucking
1: Amber Heard, Jesus Christ.
0: Well, we got to remember that that was all a fever dream. All of the Snyder Cut was a fever ah. dream, and this Aquaman will be taking place post Flash. So that I guess the idea is by by the end of Flash, we'll know how the world is. Tell me they don't have the fucking nerve to say that this Aquaman movie is before the Flash film, because then I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm gonna go watch DC Super Pets again. <laughs> if that's the case. I'm <laughs> not. I'm, I'm, ex- ex- I'm not excited. No, not Malcoman. No. Two and a half out of five. <laughs> two and a half. Actually, out of you know five. what? Amber Heard's in it. Two, two out of five. I don't even um I don't even think there's like much like stunt casting. Like, oh, this person got cast. Oh my god, that means that they're doing I don't i'm looking around there's nothing there's nothing of note and the funny thing about that first Black uh, aquaman movie was that they did they did like every popular story at the same time like his origin the war with orm uh other stuff with his mom all that stuff all in the same film so may, hopefully we see more of those trench monsters i thought those trench monsters were pretty cool i hope so too
1: honestly i really do um i just i don't know they, they gotta get better on the acting it was so cheesy
0: Yeah, yeah. And no explosions. No more (laughs) explosions. (laughs) It's like every conversation they had would be interrupted by explosions in that film. I don't know what the hell was going on. Um but I think that's about it for films. So I guess when we went over it, it's it for you, it's it's Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, right? That's probably your most highly anticipated. No,
1: no, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, you're
0: right. Thor Love and Thunder. Yes, I sir. I, 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 I can't agree. Like it's, it's. This is going to be a terrifying year for me because it's literally me returning to some of my favorite characters in my favorite films in the last five years and whether or not they are still good (laughs) whether or not these stories still work and if they don't it's going to break my heart and like i said now my in my mind i'm thinking birds of prey i'm thinking wonder woman 84 like i'm thinking just mid and you got to do better than that we we're, we're at a we're in a world where no way home exists man you understand we need to you need to get your roller coasters working because I heard it's not cinema. It's all they're all <laughs> theme park attractions. So get your roller coasters working and on deck. Um but yeah that that's it for us when it comes to uh this conversation here ranking and talking about the most anticipated films of 2022 as you know the major issues podcast drops every single wednesday uh knock on vibranium we haven't missed a week yet um but we do all of this free of charge thanks to you guys at comic book the comic book click look at me i'm getting all ahead of myself um if you want to find all the other episodes of this podcast first of all i want to ask you how you found this one but anyway go to comicbookclick.com, which has every single episode of the major issues podcast over 200 episodes currently which is over 400 hours of content i'm hoping to do the luke skywalker thing where they put all my stuff in a computer and then they build a cgi version of me that fights luke skywalker (laughs) (laughs) for being so toxic and making grogu choose so make sure that that only sith
1: deals, deals in absolutes
0: getting crazy there luke getting crazy there uh so yeah check out comicbookclick.com that not only does that have every single episode of the major issues podcast but it has articles written by members of the click And it's where you can hit that shop CBC link and get to our T public With exclusive shirts designed By yours truly or that Helps comic comic book click because we get A kickback from some of that stuff as well If you still want to put your money where your mouth is Consider hitting that support CBC Button when you get to comicbookclick.com It'll take you to our Patreon patreon Patreon.com slash CBC clubhouse Where for as little as $3 a month 10 cents a day You find that in your couch You can get exclusive access to uh, content that nobody else gets access to. For instance, we are restarting our CBC React series where I react to episodes of Superman and Lois, this time season two. Uh, so on YouTube, will, they will get a shortened highlight version. But on Patreon, you get the full episode sitting there with me. You can see me scratch my nose and do whatever I do in between the footage that you do see. So go ahead and check that out. $3 a month, people. Come on, man. This is better than Starbucks. So go ahead and get on that. Major Issues Podcast is available wherever podcasts are found. That's Podbean Stitcher, Podcast Addict, the Apple Podcast app, Tune, Find, YouTube, Spotify, and no excuses. It's on Facebook. Every single time we drop an episode, it will populate on Facebook. So make sure you're going to all of our social medias like facebook.com slash comic book click instagram at comic book click and make sure you're using that hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest hottest ladies and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media we're also at major Issue cbc dropping dank memes comic book news scheduling uh changes for the podcast and all that stuff in between so make sure you are following us on the twitter machine uh, I've, been, I've been to the future where we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media. I just can't tell you how we do it because it will mess up the timeline worse than the flash. I will give this other hint. Our skyscraper, the one that goes up to uh, floor 235, is sitting right next to the Department of the Nerds podcast uh, tower. So I'll just say, I'll just go ahead and say that. I'm not putting anything else past that. Get us to where we got to go. Get on the bandwagon before it gets full. This is the Babe. Ruth rookie card of podcast. So get it before we uh, appreciate and value because that's what we do each and every week. But thank you guys for supporting um, us as far as we are concerned. Dave, tell them where they can find you. Oh, wow. Oh, not the hot me off guard. <laughs> um
1: you can catch me every week uh, mostly on tuesdays on facebook just hit that search bar and type in department of nerds podcast we will be the first one to pop up if you see a doctor strange sling ring portal opening up that is the place to be go ahead walk and walk through. through walk through don't be scared that's it and starting in march we haven't decided on a re- well i haven't decided on a release date yet. but starting in march the ball pit podcast review show is making its debut Ooh. um the ball pit podcast is something that i had for about four years and it just got to a point where it was time to hang it up but i did not want to lose what i created so i am rebooting the podcast to do something else that is interesting for me and there will be a new topic every single week with a different guest uh, you my friend george will be on the very first episode.
0: What? When did we discuss this? I'm joking. I'm joking. It,
1: <laughs> it happened in a dream.
0: Oh, my God. It I was all it. a dream. Hey, bro. I used to read Word Up magazines. So <laughs> and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. That's and we will be in the limousine. When all of this, when our joint ventures, you know, skyrocket into the moon. But yeah, man, if you digging digging uh, nerd stuff, geek stuff, make sure that you're going on the Department of the Nerds podcast. It will be one of the links in the description of this episode so you can get there quickly. But yeah, we'll be on there. We're constantly talking about stuff. And sometimes we are drunk. So make sure that you're you're there for that as well. But I think that's all I've got today. So unless you got something else.
1: Thank you for having me. It was an absolute pleasure once again.
0: Oh, you will definitely be back because my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don.
1: I am Dave, a.k.a. The Ball Pit.
0: And this has been our most anticipated film for 2022. And remember, whether or not you're a millionaire orphan who saw their parents gunned down in an alleyway, whether you were bitten by a radioactive spider, eating the harp-shaped earth, in the mood for a little bit of love and thunder, or hate Morbius as much as we do, remember that we are the click, and always remember that you, yes, you are worthy.